episode five. It's, it's the fifth episode. It is the fifth episode. It's the fifth episode of Button Check, powered by Mainline.gg. This is all the Smash Brothers news, tech, results coming your way from the previous weekend and what's to come uh, the following weekend. So it's your boy Banjo. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? I am joined by uh, the guy who thinks Rock Lee is the best character, Naruto. Um, uh, Dragonite. Hi, Dragonite. Hi, hi, Banjo. Rock Lee is not the best character. I've never said that. He's just a good character. But uh, yeah, he's, I'm. He's actually I'm the worst character. He's the worst character in Naruto. To be honest with you. You are so wrong. It I'm not. I'm not wrong because he's never won a fight. Anyway, okay. uh, mm-hmm. Smash Brothers stuff. So uh, the road to Genesis is uh, paved with a bunch of good storylines so far. Like Smash has actually been actually absolutely insane uh, because we are officially uh, one month and one day in for Smash Brothers. You know, it's uh, it's January eighth. The game came out December seventh. Of last year it's been uh at least 31 days so uh how you feel about it dog oh uh, man i'm i'm really liking the game i'm still having the character crisis thing but overall watching tournaments is so fun playing in tournaments is pretty fun i love the roster i'm excited for the dlc to just make the roster even better i'm hoping there's some quality of life changes for menuing but like overall like this game is has exceeded i think most everyone's expectations which is so amazing yeah i think the most interesting thing like aside from like uh the game coming out is like the dlc you know what i'm saying and and i forgot that already we have like these these goofy leaks once again like and i and i'm just i'm just sitting here like listening to some of these leaks i'm just like so obviously, I'm, I'm obviously, obviously, I'm tilted because Banjo Kazooie isn't in any, any of them. Once, uh, but uh, like now, these leaks are getting to a point to where like none of this makes sense. I agree. Like a lot of these leaks make no sense, and I'm not trying to spoil people that because it could be real. But like, dude, I'm I don't know if I believe them at all. I don't know if I believe the frame data data mine. I don't know if I believe the rumors of who's getting in. But we'll see how it plays out. I'm still excited. Piranha Plan and Joker are already pretty hyped, so I'm pretty sure I'm gonna like anything throw myself through this window in my room if Doom Guy gets in the game or Steve from Minecraft or or, or Man, or Steve you. would be great. No. What? Why? He would make so much sense. No no it actually wouldn't. What? Minecraft is the biggest game ever. Multi-platform. It's it's this new generation's like. Nintendo do you want me to? Do Minecraft. you want me to? You know, you know another game that's multi-platform. That's like app. That's a character that's not gonna get in the game. It's multi-platform, right? Uh, Sora. Sora. Sora is technically multi-platform, but Sora is not gonna barely, get. Barely, barely became multi-platform. I mean, technically, he hasn't even become. Two or like three platforms. I mean, being real with what you talk, what he is a multi platform Nintendo DS, Nintendo oh, DS, it. right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got it, you got it, you got it, you got it. Xbox One, and now, uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, PS, PS4. So, like, he's multi platform, he ain't gonna make it in the game, though. My man, Doom Guy, though, that's definitely a for sure thing. Doom Guy is definitely getting into the game. 
Oh my, I do not agree Forget at all. Doom guy, Doom guy. Out of all the, all, out of all the, 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 the storied shooters that have gotten that. On the, onto the Nintendo, onto the Nintendo gaming console, they picked Doom guy. Not James Bond. Not, not, not Joanna, not Joanna Dark, and not uh, freaking the guy from Time Splitters. They picked Doom guy out of all people. And he's way too—he's way too brutal for this game. I agree. I thought or, that's or, why I don't believe it. But or, we'll see. excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, because Bayonetta's in this game. He's not anime enough for this game. He's I'm not. Saying. Bayonetta's not as brutal as as the Doom series. Bayonetta literally puts enemies in a guild. She she beats people with her hair. That's brutal. No, but, it's, no, but Doom guy is like ripping people to shreds. Like Bayonetta, Bayonetta gets a hair dog to eat you. Bayonet is brutal. Bayonet is brutal. But yeah, but I digress. I I I'm not really feeling the 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 leaks, you know what I'm saying? But uh that Joker DLC, that got a lot of people excited and I'm very, very happy that like, you know, Nintendo is like finally, you know, reaching out. Like super, super reaching out. Like I wanna see some like super like left field you never thought this character would be in this game they did it with cloud they did it with ryu i thought that was tight um but like other the other games have been doing this with dlc for years like is uh like injustice 2 has insane dlc general live 4 has insane dlc Um, i mean has insane character unlocks excuse me general live 4 came out in 06 before dlc was a thing before uh before dlc you know actually represent a marketing model uh what else um injustice one had crazy dlc you know uh street fighter yeah. 5 street fighter 4 uh the dlc and that was insane but like i said you know what i'm saying i'm i'm down with piranha plant and uh and uh and joker i think yeah, it's cool I am too. And, I, and hopefully i think uh, i think what would actually add another dimension to this game is if Aesthetically, is if they did like costumes. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I'm I'm shocked that they haven't in Smash Four they didn't mess with it, but in this game they should do what Injustice did and make a uh, premiere skins like uh, Black Lightning. I think has a Raid or Raiden has a Black Lightning skin in Injustice. Yeah. And we did the same thing for like Dry Bowser in this game or stuff like that, and I'm so shocked that it. Like it doesn't. We don't have that. Like I'm. I don't know why we don't have that. Yeah, like uh, Dry Bowser. I mean, Mario has two costumes. He has the Mario Maker and the Mario Odyssey costume. But it's just like you know. And then Yoshi has Woolly World. So there's some. Yeah. You know what I'm saying there's there's some, but it's just like, yo, we want to see like different versions of these characters, you know, in this game. That would I think that would add another dimension aesthetically. So. Sure. Um, the road to Genesis, bro. Um, now you're you're a big brain when it comes, you know, what kind of quality you want in something. And I've noticed this throughout, like a little bit throughout, like you know, Smash Four and whatnot. So Smash Conference happened this weekend, right? And it was dope. It was a very, it was a very, very good tournament. And uh, something that um was a little new. Was that you know Hungrybox commentated top eight once again? This is the second time he's commentated top eight in a pretty big event. The first one being Ultimatum, 
and now a Smash conference. So Hungrybox commentated top eight, and a lot of people were saying like, you know, his commentary is is really good. His commentary is good, and he wants to commentate at Evo now. And I agree, I agree. Like his commentary is stuck, stacked, but like so. So what's what's really in good commentary? You know what I'm saying? Because I I think that like everybody has an idea of what they want to hear, but nobody really knows. You know? Yeah, I agree. Um, I think good commentary. You have to know the game relatively. You have to understand how it works and know like basic things about characters, like their combo game or how they kill and stuff like that. But a lot of it is like being able to project your voice very well. You're not mumbling. You can bring the hype, but you're also like, I mean, different. There's different kinds of commentators. Obviously, there's the hype commentators, the color commentators, and then there's like the kind of boring, like I'm just born i'm just analytical kind of commentator see see but the, here's my thing it's just like people don't think that that's people people who like that analytical aspect of it they don't think that that's boring yeah exactly and that's why i kind of like boring because it's not necessarily boring it's just not as hype or cannot can be not as hype but in general it's just mainly knowing what you're talking about and having good flow with your other commentator and just like being able to like accurately provide viewers so that they learn something or they're at least entertained and then that's all that matters because it'll keep them watching and it's entertaining and everyone's happy yeah see and like a lot of that can be found in a lot of places which is the which is like the crazy part about like being like a a, a good commentator because you know what i'm saying people there's good commentators everywhere in a lot of places and they will probably well I should say probably I'm not going to say never but for the time being you know if you're a commentator trying to get in that upper echelon of like oh I'm commentating pools for some somebody or I'm commentating you know uh, one of these super majors I feel like you got to know somebody oh yeah it definitely feels that way. It feels so hard to get in to like the upper echelon, because uh, a lot of them they're just friends of everyone, so they they get that opportunity and they do. They're good commentators, great commentators, but there are a lot of people out there that are good, and they just don't have the connections to really get the opportunity to even do something like that. And it kind of it's one of, it's an unfortunate thing because you're gonna go with what you know. You're gonna go with what you've heard before, and you're just gonna. Like, why would you get this new guy that you don't really have a sample size for and doesn't really have a fan base when you can get this guy that's proven that he's really good, he has a fan base, he, like, you know him, he's a good guy, blah, blah, blah. And it's kind of, uh, I'm not going to say that, like, a lot of commentators are pigeonholed because of that, but it's just hard to break into, like, you know, break into the business, you know what I'm saying? It, like, if you're trying to, like, commentate at Genesis 6, you're not gonna get commentary applications, bro. They're gonna they're gonna reach out and, and talk to you if they want to you want to be if you if they want to be part of the event. If they want you to be part of the event, they're gonna reach out there and talk to you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So for sure. And it's it's kind of hard. You know what I'm saying? It can be difficult for some, but um, I think in good commentary that you know you gotta edge. I think education of like once you it it, it ranges in certain things. So like. If you're like in top eight of something, 
then the ratio of education and entertainment needs to be like 60-40 or 70-30. But like if but if you're like in like, you know, top 32, top 48, top 96, top 72, then you need to like then that then that needs to boil down to like 50-50. Yeah, for sure. I and, I, and I think 50-50 that's the that's the line. That's 50-50 is the line to where it doesn't need to it never needs to be the education and entertainment factor needs to be 50-50 always. It doesn't need to be anything like less than that because if it does then you get a different quality. The the memes start to come out, the the freaking uh oh he has a he has a family and they go, oh 69 oh well oh Dragon Ball Z every time they clap like stuff like that starts to come out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So um so that I think that's you know what good commentary is. You know, like I it's subjective and it's totally like kind of preference based. But you know what I'm saying, we all kind of have a general idea, but then it's like we have our preferences based off of that. Yeah, for sure. So, but um I want you to take this topic like oh, yeah. this okay. next topic. You know what? So go ahead, bro. You got it. <laughs> yeah. So this last yeah. So this last weekend at Smash Conference United, there was a lot of controversy because it was held in CFL and CFL is known for having like an insane insane crowd and uh music king complained about it uh about their after he set played a set versus epic gabriel that the crowd was crazy blah 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 and then it got it yeah ain't that man from florida yeah but it, it doesn't like they were cheering that so music king technically lives in cfl but epic gabriel is like more cfl than basically anyone else i guess <laughs> like cheering for like their the- boy not the transplant like a like a pack yeah. of wolves system type deal is that what this is? Yeah, so like Music King was complaining about it, and most people just shock. I mean, they know CFL, but like they just shocked it up to Music King being Music King. Yeah. Okay. Came out later in a tweet by someone that that was cheering, or like one of the people from CFL that just watched or whatever. He was like, "Why are you complaining?" Earlier, like the crowd was so loud that we made someone cry, and that's when. Everyone was like, "What? What are you talking about? Like, why are you kind of boasting about this? That's not something to boast about. Like, you don't. How could you possibly boast about cheering so loud and obnoxiously in someone's ear that they started crying after the set or whatever? So then a lot of people started talking about where, where's the line between like being a good crowd and being a bad crowd? And I think people have to realize that sensitive to some people that have hypersensitive hearing or something like that." Because that, like, they just can't, they cannot do anything. Like, even if they have headphones, they will hear you. But a lot of the time at a, an event, people are two feet behind you screaming at the top of their lungs. And if there's more than, like, five people, it doesn't matter how many headsets you're wearing. Like, you're going to hear them. And it can affect your play. And I, I think at some point, you do have to just hold the L. Like, you have to learn to get used to that. But at another point, it's like... Where does it stop? Where does it draw the line for, between me actually being able to play the game and adapt to what's happening and not just trying to not get distracted by the crowd? And it kind of it kind of has to balance. But I think in general, it's just, I don't know. It, it was really ugly situation after I heard that they made someone cry. And I think people just have to be more mindful. Like, you don't have to be that loud. And a lot of the time, our... CFL is making fun or like not making fun. 
they're not cheering for their homie. They're cheering or they're cheering against the other player. Smack, they're saying bad things about the other player instead of just saying, let's go homie or whatever, something like that. Yeah, I, I'm not sure that. Okay, look. So as long as you're not doing no crazy ad hominem attacks, as long as you're not like, as long as you're not, you know what I'm saying? I would say, yeah, two feet behind me. Like, as long as you ain't in my ear, as long as you ain't doing ad hominem attacks, and as long as you ain't touching me, then go off, bro. Honestly. Because, because this is, uh, this is, this is going to be, you know what I'm saying? The new standard, I guess. Well, it's not going to be the new standard, but people, more and more people are getting like less and less. Like, more and more people are just getting pissed because it's just like nobody wants to treat this sport like it's golf. Like, uh, oh, yeah, you come up here, you say, you, you give each other a handshake, and then that's the end of the set. Like, there's no, there's no, nobody wants, nobody wants Smash Brothers to be dry. Like, there's no camaraderie. Yeah, you know for sure. We, we, we want why, camaraderie. Yeah. That's why I think it's like, you know, that's why I think, like, you know, our region, Texas, is kind of cool just because it's just like we all love talking mess to each other. But we're literally going to go to – we're literally going to IHOP right after that. Like, it doesn't – it's not, like – it's not crucial to us. You know what I'm saying? We understand. Like, like, uh, like hockey came through last weekend and took Houston's money, and hockey posted that meme. It wasn't, it wasn't cool. You know what I'm saying? It was hilarious. And we understand that y'all coming from, but then, you know, Houston came up to Austin and did the same thing. And then, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's all in fun. fun. Yeah, this is fun to us. So, you can't, so it's like, you know what I'm saying? You can't really like, whatever. You're soft. You're People, soft. Yeah, You're soft. Right. That's, that's what this really is. You're soft. Right. And like, it, like, when you're a competitor, this is what you this is what you need to come to expect, bro. You're gonna play in hostile environments. I went to CEO. Them CFL boys ain't playing, bro. They're like they're literally I, I, I heard CFL assemble. Forty people rounding the tables, running to one setup to cheer against you. Like that's that's the type of environment you're gonna be in. And and, and I and I really don't wanna hear no, oh well, I mean, they should make it, you know, um an acceptable environment. Like, no, bro, this is not no. Nothing nothing about being a competitor should be comfortable for you. It should it sure. shouldn't. Like when you when you go to a tournament, it's it's one of two things always. It's either it's either you're go, you're either that good to where you're gonna speed run the entire tournament, or the tournament is gonna be a grueling gauntlet of distractions yeah. on your way to top eight, and then you gotta play some more. Like it's it's so like you know, for have to have these people complain about cheering. You know what I'm saying? In my experience, this is nothing. This is nothing. You know, I experienced this. This is nothing, bro. So, uh, so, I mean, you, y'all might, if you don't like it, you might as well, like, get used to it or put on headphones every time you play. But as long as people ain't touching me, as long as people ain't attacking, like, you're doing ad hominem 
attack. You can judge me by my set play. I don't care. That's what, that's what you're here for. That's why you talking smack. You can judge me by my set play, right? For sure. But like, don't. Uh, but like, don't like. But just always remember that it's just a game. And like I, I, and I, and if you taking these attacks personally, then I, I don't know what to tell you. You know what I'm saying? You might need a, you might need some feathers to stuff in that pillowcase because you, you might be soft. So, but speaking of Smash Conference, uh, speaking of Smash Conference, we gonna move on to that in a little bit. But we got uh, some delicious results. Uh, um, so there was three events, right? One, uh, one overseas. Two really big ones on opposite ends of the country. Uh, we got SoCal Chronicles and Smash Conference. So SoCal Chronicles, six hundred and three people. Uh, my man Void. Um, Void is popping off, man. That man is winning almost everything he goes to. Like his Pichu is so fun to watch. Like, uh, if it, it's crazy how that how well that character fits his playstyle. That man won a little over two Gs. From SoCal Chronicles. Yeah, that's that's nice. He won a, he won a little over two thousand dollars, and it seems like this man is not slowing down. I already have I I got Void, and in one of my picks to not only top eight Genesis but definitely win it. Hmm. I got him. I got him in my. I got him as the favorite if he goes to really? the six. I got Void, well, I mean, bro. Cause that man, a, we might got a side bet on that because I got Leo, but you know. That and that's gonna and that's gonna be something that we have to watch. But I think Void is just like he's he's doing doing some things that that just ain't cool. Like he's like zero to deathing people, just you know flicking uh the C stick (laughs) into the blast zone, bro. Like it's 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 ridiculous. But uh, so he got first. Um, uh, followed by uh, Eon with his Peach One Fox and uh, my man Elegant. Ah, Elegant getting third. Elegant got third with his uh, goal was top thirty-two, and then he ended up getting third. So. He ended up getting third, bro. And we, uh, I'm seeing a little bit of character specialist showing they stuff. So Larry Lur, uh, very consistent actually. This is his third top eight for his third event. Uh, he got top eight at uh, Let's Make Moves, and uh, he got second at Super Splat Brothers, and uh, making top eight here at SoCal Chronicles. Uh, this man. Larry Lur happens to be pretty good, you know. Um, Fox is uh, I'm not gonna say Fox is a good character yet, but Larry Lur is just that talented of a player. To be yeah, honest, for sure. that, that then, talented of a player. And for a lot of characters that people really don't see potential in, but they've been character specialists, then that's what you're gonna see. You know what I'm saying? Larry Lur, Light. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Sam Sora, Mute Ace, like all these people. You know, they they're just. They love their character, character specialist, and then the results are showing. So, uh, Stroder got seventh uh, with Luigi and Lucina. Zenyu, Mario specialist, he got he got uh, uh he got fifth as well. Uh, Ki uh, or Key, Ki or Key, I'm not sure how to pronounce that, but either way, uh, he got fifth with the Snake, Charlie the King with his Fox, and then yeah, Elegant going not only Luigi but also going Villager. Which is tight. Um, uh, it was a crazy counter pick that once again no one saw coming. It was at uh, Smash Fight Club Five, Super Smash Fight Club Five, where he pulled out Donkey Kong from nowhere. Oh yeah, I remember that. That was a good set. I screamed very, very loudly. 
I was uh, I was very excited for that. But uh, that's honestly the set to watch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, for sure. So watch Eon versus Elegant. Um, Elegant was literally about to lose, and then he switched the villager to give himself a chance. But no spoilers. You know what I'm saying? Well, check out Eon versus Elegant uh, in SoCal Chronicles. That thing had 603 entrants, and uh, yeah. Uh, Void is just showing his dominance over that region right now. I don't yeah, think that's sure. I don't think that's slowing down to be honest. I don't, yeah, I don't think it is either. I think Void is like just crazy how how well he's playing and he's so motivated and it's really fun to watch. I'm so excited for Genesis. Genesis is going to be so crazy. In so, the people like Smash Conference. So if we look at Smash Conference, it had 487. It was in Florida, so the complete opposite side of the country. And you had first MK Leo, second Samsora, third Salem, fourth MVD. Both fifth placers were Mutace and the Buzz, and then seventh place was Myron and Morpheus. And then you had good people like Ape Man, Dark Wizzy, Daff, and Zero in like ninth place. So like this tournament had if you were in the US and you if you lived in the US and you were a good player, either one of these tournaments. Very few people were missing. Like Tweak, Cosmos, three that come to mind that we're missing from these tournaments and that's mm -hmm. really it so like genesis is gonna have both of these tournaments combined essentially yeah so you're gonna have <laughs> leo's leo's ike versus void potentially samsora made the craziest loser run at smash conference with his insane peach salem was showing off how good link is mvd's consistent again with fourth rocking the snake pulling the upset on zero and doing really well, getting fifth at tournament. And then you have like the Florida locals, Morpheus and Myron using Mega Man and Olimar doing really well as well. And like the buzz has been consistent. Samsor has been consistent. Leo wins his first tournament. Salem gets third at his first tournament with Link. Like the storylines coming into this are so freaking crazy, man. Like I'm so excited for the I next wanna, one of Smash. I, I really, I really want to point out something that, uh, uh that uh, happened in Smash Conference United. So, MK Leo comes in, right? He comes in with the Ike. He's been streaming with the Ike. You know, we've all we all know that he plays his character. This man went nine and zero. Oh. He went nine and zero. So he played nine games that day and did not. He didn't drop a set. He didn't drop a set to anyone. To anyone. He 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 went through the entire bracket. He went through pools and he went through. Top 48 without losing a set. That that is just like that tells me that like in Smash 4 he was he was dominant. He he sure. was dominant. That, that that tells me in Smash 4 after after old dude after Zero took a took a back seat after his uh, after he he decided to retire in Smash 4, my man MK Leo, he went through the entire tournament. Without dropping a set, let me let me rattle off some names. So first off, in winners' quarters of 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 the uh, of his pool, he beat my man Big Chungus. That's huge, right? Then he goes on to beat Eight Bit Man, Myron, DeBuzz, Salem, and Sam Sora. Huh? Yeah, I mean it's crazy. He beat the ninth place player. He beat a seventh place player. He beat the Buzz who got fifth. He beat Salem who got third, and he beat Sam and Grands who got second. Like he beat. Everyone that was at the very top, he, he did. He beat everyone. He was playing amazing. He was showing off how crazy Ike is. He was literally just 
like using Nair insanely well. And he was kind of just spamming it and it was working because he knows how to abuse that character's great tools. Fun to watch. And uh, that's how we, and that's how really how we're going to see like the meta develop over time. It's just like, oh, what character is winning this tournament? You know what I'm saying? So now when you go to Four Glory and you play Elite Smash, like you're gonna run into a bunch of Ikes. You're gonna run into fifty million Ikes. You're gonna run into like a thousand Pichus. Like uh, like nobody nobody does that nit stuff anymore. I don't see Dr. Mario's and and Palutena's oh, yeah. online like I used to. Only top tiers, bro. Only supposed top tiers. But after yep. Genesis, we definitely don't see. The set to watch is actually the set that uh Dragonite bet wrong is Sam Sword. First K Leo. Oh I told that man that MK Leo shouldn't have killed. No, no. Uh actually, uh research shows that uh the blast zones from ledge are small on Pokemon Stadium 2, right? They're they're small yeah, on Pokemon okay. Stadium yeah, you, 2. You got so, it. You got it. So so tech so uh, you know I don't make the rules, I'll make the stages, but the blast zones from ledge are very small on PS2. So your five dollars was was definitely well earned, but uh, yeah. Samsung MK Leo, that's definitely the set to watch because uh, those guys were kind of trading, actually. Oh but man, that that was so crazy. Leo actually reversed three would Sam to win yeah. the tournament. Yeah, so like that was that was such such a fun set to watch. Yeah, and that's a a, a hell of a, a pickup by uh by Team E United with Samsung. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. Samsung is going to be such a threat in this game. Because early on, it's looking like Sam Sora, he ain't going nowhere. Nowhere. I mean, Sam Sora lost in pools. He lost in uh, winner's semis, or winner's finals of his pool to blank, the crumb. And then he yeah. made the loser's run throughout all the top 48. Like, this man won how many sets did he win? He ended up winning one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine sets to get the grands. Like, that's yeah. a lot. His final record did end up being like a, uh, it was it was uh twelve and two I think was his final record. Like yeah, like crazy. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. It was twelve and two. So, um, that tournament, both of those tournaments were insane. And now that like, <laughs> now that like we're basically we're one month out from Genesis from Genesis mm -hmm. six. So it's only gonna get you know steeper and steeper. I don't think that there's any like you know. Well, we'll let you. We'll let you know. Me and Drago will let everybody know here. You know the the events that are happening, uh, you know leading up to G six. But as far as majors go, I think this is it. This is the the final countdown. In four weeks, oh, yeah. you know we're gonna be uh, over there in Oakland, California. So sure. uh, overseas though, which is what I'm hoping that this develops into i hope the people overseas they come to the u.s try to see what's up because gluttony uh gluttony yeah. is kind of gluttony's wild he's 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 dumping on the game yeah so Brilliant. valhalla 2 happened in uh denmark it had a good amount of entrance it was very big and uh it was mainly notable because of gluttony winning again which is crazy because he's been a wario main through and through since brawl He's been trying really hard, and now his character seems to be pretty damn good. And uh, left him for his ult first ultimate tournament, making top eight. So to round out the top eight, Leffen, Pokemon Trainer, and Whoopi Richter both got seventh. In fifth place, you have uh, Yeti or Yidi. 
and Sive, and Sive is Inkling, Yiddy's Pichu. Fourth place is Meru, another Peach. Third place was Light with Palutena, which a lot of people are saying is a really, really good character, but we haven't seen much of. Number two is Vreyus, or Vravus, a Ridley player who was apparently a, like a Wi-Fi warrior, and he was able to actually show up, and he did great. He got second. And then number one, from Losers, because he lost to Light in Winter Semis in the set to watch. Because that set was crazy, and Light had one of the craziest pop-offs I've seen. All the way back, and uh, one with Wario. And it was a really fun tournament to watch. I watched a couple of the sets. PM player was there, aside from Mr. R and S1, essentially. Leffen did great. He almost beat Gluttony as well. It was game five, last stock, last hit. But Leffen's looking great. Whoopi's looking solid. He's one of the first, like, really high-level Richters. And then Light and Ray is also, like, representing Ridley and Palutena really well because those are, like, characters that are considered pretty good but don't have that much uh, representation. So I'm really excited to see how they do in the future and how those characters develop in the future. But that was a really fun fun tournament to watch, and it's something to look out for in the future because EU tournaments are going to matter because when EU travels to the U.S. or Japan, they are going to make waves. I agree because, um, number one, I think probably going to be is probably is going to be an interesting watch just because number one you know this is going to be one of the first tournaments that we see Leffen in you know what i'm saying this is going to be the one of the first tournaments that Leffen played in uh also uh like i said gluttony when gluttony come to the u.s and <laughs> the only wario experience was tweak ex- and that looked like it'd be more of an experiment than it just a, a than a wario main to be real with you so uh gluttony and uh ravis when these guys come through to the u.s it's gonna be absolutely like insane and i i i, I welcome them because yeah. uh progressing in the meta you know they are definitely gonna matter the set to watch in this one uh light versus gluttony this is the the popular gift on twitter where my man light won but this man almost careened off the off the stage when he won when he popped off so yep. So go check that set out, Valhalla 2. Uh, it happened uh, overseas in Europe, so check that out. Um, so Gluttony is actually, um, he's trending because this is going to be his second EU tournament that he's won, that he's gotten first in. But uh, a couple of big dogs over here in the U.S. early on, uh, Sam Sora, Void, Larry Lurd, The Buzz, and MVD. Uh, you know, for every event that they have gone to, they've gotten top eight. So the so it's gonna be, you know, real interesting to see as they develop, you know, who's gonna who's gonna join them. You know what I'm saying? Uh I would say uh a couple others might be in that pool. I'm gonna have to do a little bit more research on that. I think uh Z D Z D because uh he got top eight at launch. Well he won launch. And then uh, he was a top eight at another tournament. I Let's do make bo- moves. Yeah, he was a top eight at Let's yep. Make Moves. So it's going to be real interesting to uh, see how all of these storylines, all of these people finally collide here in a couple of weeks. And the lead up to that is going to be, you know, pretty, pretty interesting. I uh, like it, including this tournament that's going to happen this weekend. TGC returns in Houston, Texas, your hometown. Yeah, so uh, so Zyro, he wants to, he, my man Zyro, he wants to, so of course, he brought back the TGC Returns, 
Uh, the pot bonus of $1,750. There's a FGC tournaments on the side, of course, but the main attraction is definitely going to be Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. We got Best Ness coming through. He's actually pulling up in your hometown uh, tonight. So yep. that's tight. And, of course, we have uh, Honorary Houston, Texas, uh, Elegant, who just top eight at SoCal Chronicles. He's gonna Hello. be uh he's gonna Ultimate be... Razor. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be, it, it, it's gonna be a good is... tournament to watch. And uh sure. it's and it's gonna be exciting to see all of these, you know, these people who could be potentially really, really good at the game finally collide. Best Nest is going pro Best Nest is gonna be a shockwave this week. And uh there happens to be a guy by the name of Austin who happened to beat MVD, so these two I want these two to play each other. But yeah. And I want to see Best Nesters with MVD because MVD is also going to that. Mm. By the time this comes out, that already happened. So we'll be talking about it next week. Yeah. But like, I am so excited for that tournament. Yeah. So we got TGC returns happening this weekend. Uh, it's gotten so big that uh, my man had to raise the cap. He raised it to he, 300. He, he raised it to 300 people uh, instead of the 256. So that means I need to sign up. Well, actually, you know what? Better sign up. Yeah, I probably should sign up. Yeah, you but, better uh, sign up. Hello, how are you gonna miss that out? It's in your, it's in your backyard. Well, I mean, I'm commentating it, so technically, I'm not, I'm not missing out on nothing. So, no. but, but I mean, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm not, I'm not. Uh, yeah, you know what? I should sign up anyway. Oh, but anyway, uh, that's our show. We hope everybody has gotten uh, a plentiful amount of information. Shout out to those mainline boys, mainline.gg, for uh, this wonderful platform that they have given us. And we are using the platform to uplift all of you guys to make sure that you guys know what's happening in your neck of the woods. May, uh, may, it, uh, may it happen or not. So, uh, yeah, I... Um, uh we're, we're done we're done we're done we're done we're done so uh we'll catch you guys uh next week and we'll give you uh more delicious information on button check i'm banjo i'm drago and uh we're out of here peace out bye